I used to do lots of things. I used to do things and I'd say things and Jesus, I was evil. Take things and break things and Jesus, I was evil. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Reckless Musecast. I'm Joe and I uh, got Ben here and we have a special guest too. Yeah, so we're joined by, by Vito Giswaldi, a uh, YouTuber and comedian of the YouTube channels Vito and Vito2, and the podcast, uh, The Biggest Problem in the Universe. That, get is that right? correct. Hello, right. gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome, Vito. Thanks show, for joining man. us. Yeah, baby. All right. What, you got, so... what are you guys up to today? What is today? Wednesday. Thursday. 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 <laughs> what a nightmare. Yeah. At least on the East Coast it is. I gotta go. I gotta, you know, it's like Christmas time. Yeah. You heard of that? I have all this stuff I gotta sell on like eBay and I gotta list it all and I keep not doing it. Now my time's running out. It's only like, like 15 days before Christmas. Like Pokemon cards? <laughs> like what kind of shit? I have a bunch of video game consoles that I kind of bought years ago my buddy used to have a video game store and one day he said do you want to buy everything in my I, he, yeah he was like i have to move and i have nowhere to put this stuff i'll give it all to you i'll give it all to you for a grand and i was yeah. like there's like a million That's video sweet. games in there and he's like oh, yeah just Wait, what do you want like a funko land was it like a funko <laughs> land? uh no but his back room was like basically a funko land he was terrible at selling yeah. stuff he was just sitting on the shelf <laughs> so i now have like 50 sega genesis and no one wants a sega genesis in the history uh, of the world dude, I don't know that was that do. was my first system yeah. i think my it? brother still i think my brother still has it my first game i remember was the six pack cartridge i don't know if you remember yeah. six pack uh, uh, we like talking Sonic about that recently yeah you really? got six games Six games. One of well, one of them was like the bejeweled, basically knockoff of Tetris. I don't know if that counts, but yeah. And then columns, columns, and Revenge of Shinobi. I'm convinced is the most difficult game ever created. No one can get yeah. past the first level. No, that game is a nightmare. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. That one, Golden Axe. Yeah, good games. No, there's good stuff on that six pack. I remember my yeah. cousin had that six pack, and I was like, hold the phone. Six games on one cartridge. Yeah, my parents now, are like, that's all you're getting. You're not getting yeah. any more. We valued video games, though. Like, now a video yeah. game, it's like, you can get, like, free games everywhere. No, a video game no. doesn't mean anything anymore. It's weird. No. I have that so, Epic Game Store on my uh, app, and they give you, like, a free game every week, and I haven't played any of them. I got, like, <laughs> Call of Duty or uh, Grand Theft Auto. Every no. week I get a new game, and I'm like, I'll never play it, but I want it. Give it a <laughs> It's a nightmare. Yeah. Well, we, you know, I reached out to you a month or so ago, or a few weeks ago, whatever it was, be during the uh, the uh, great, I guess, great awakening isn't really a, a original term anymore, but that religious experience that occurred outside the Netflix uh, mm -hmm. studios or headquarters, whatever it is, and that's in LA, right? Yeah. I was in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, North Hollywood, I think. Yeah, and you different neighborhoods, and, and you and a friend uh, kind of went into uh, the fire pit there to yeah. stand up for something that to Joe and I seemed like very obvious and not all that controversial. But you know, I do like to ask the hard hitting questions on this podcast, and I have to ask, you know, why do you like jokes? 
Oh, I thought you were going to ask, uh, where do you get your ideas? And then we have that classic <laughs> discussion. going to ask the hard-hitting questions. Uh, why do I like jokes? Yeah, why? You know. You know. I, look, I, I always tell people, I'm just fucking bored. Life is boring. Uh, I hate to say it. You know, you're like, you wake up in the morning, you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm so bored. And jokes are the only thing that keep me sane. That I'm like, all right, at least something to kind of tickle my my interests and make me have a laugh or whatever else. And anytime mm -hmm. someone goes, yeah, but you're going to hurt people and they're marginalized. And I'm like, yeah. shut up. I'm so bored. Don't take the one thing away from me that makes life tolerable. I'll kill myself. And you're hurting and then they're, they're hurt. You know, you can't punch down. Yeah. I'll punch whatever fucking direction I want as long yeah. as it keeps me laughing. Because otherwise, again, I'm just going to jump off a bridge. So uh, it's more of a self-preservation thing is what you're saying. Yes, hmm. yes. I would all go right. absolutely insane without jokes. Now, for and also, let's be clear. Uh, anytime you start talking about we want to take away some sort of speech and we don't want you to say this or that, uh, it's it's a scary. Those are scary things that people say because, hmm. uh, you oh, know, no. yeah. Uh, I it's mean, just, I've I... read 1984. I don't want to be that guy, but I read that <laughs> book and I'm like, we're that guy a oh. lot on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm like, oh, it would be very easy to construct a society where, well, it's illegal to say that. And the second you start saying it's illegal to say that, uh, you know, you end up in a totalitarian hellhole where it's like you can't criticize the government. You can't criticize certain groups. You know, a crazy religious cult takes over and starts cutting people's heads off. You go, whoa, that's a religion. You can't say that about the Zarvalukians. Hmm. You know, that's hate speech. Right. So uh, it's yeah. it's terrifying. To, you got to be like, no, man, you can say whatever you want. You can't cancel people for it. You can't exaggerate the harm that's being done. You can't say, well, this is killing millions of children. You know, it's not. We all know that Dave Chappelle never killed anybody. Right. And uh, that's kind of the heart of the debate. It's crazy. But yeah, it's so just, you know, one of the things I'm struggling with is that just the idea of laughter is so problematic. Like you only see Nazis laughing. I just, I just don't see why. Right. The Nazis have a sense of humor anymore. <laughs> no, seriously. No, uh, so uh, I rewatched uh, uh, your video of the Netflix thing, and then there's that uh, tambourine girl, and she's telling, she's saying, "Repent, motherfucker!" Over and best. over again. It's my favorite part. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That's my favorite part of the entire yeah. the entire ordeal. <laughs> it's if there's uh, not a more. I mean, I I've been calling this whole whatever you want to call it, movement whatever. A religion and it's not original to say anymore and everyone has that take but is there a better example than someone getting in your face yelling repent motherfucker it, it's it's true it's beyond parody at this point yeah. <laughs> we uh we have a lot of people who've just lost their minds i don't know if they ever had minds to begin with yeah. it used to be the village idiot was just the village idiot and you ignored him you know yeah. you got a beer and you yeah. watched people throw tomatoes at him in the stockade Right. Now these people go, well, I'm marginalized. And you go, well, what does that mean? And they go, you have to celebrate my idiocy. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. bro, you're, you're shaking a tam tambourine, screaming. You know, you got 18 different genders, which God bless you. Do whatever you want. Sure, but yeah. why do I got to be like, you're the most, you know, beloved and powerful and amazing person? No, you're the village idiot, half of you people. Well, I'm not saying that there's not any of those people I empathize with, but you do get these crazies out there shaking their tambourine. Right. And they should be locked in an asylum. So so we should take a step back. And I want to recap real quick where all this started. So Dave Chappelle came out with a special. And uh, he has, he, like most comedians, he kind of rips on lots of different groups, white people, black people, the different religions, 
different genders, but of course the whole stink of it was the uh, trans jokes or whatever. But if you actually watch the special, and Joe and I did episodes on this before, but if you actually watch the special, like he's coming from a place of anger because trans activists in a way um, bullied one of his friends who was trans to death. Like she, she killed yeah. herself. And right. that's where he's coming from. So he's not even making fun of or cracking jokes at the expense of like a whole community. It's a subset of this group that is crazy. They've lost their minds. And that's because he's coming from a place of a pain. Uh, but that's not what these the protesters or that's being generous. Um, they, pro they probably didn't even watch it. No. But if you actually yeah. watch it, it's actually kind of like pro-trans in a way. Pro-trans in like celebration of uh, friendship and differences instead of just like falling in line with the orthodoxy. Right. Yeah. I don't know why we got to, uh, I don't know why we got to pretend that Dave Chappelle is a hate monger. We know he's not right. like, this is a yeah. silly little thing. And like, even, even the journalists are being sneaky where they're going, well, he made transphobic jokes. You don't get to decide that the joke's not transphobic. It's about transgender people. Yeah. Does anything you say about that community automatically hates? I mean, when you say something's transphobic, you're saying it's hate speech. Yeah, I don't and, think it's hate speech. I don't think so, Dave has a hateful bone in his body. Right. So I, I get in this argument. So first of all, not it's. I'm not saying it's hate speech at all. But hate speech is allowed in this country. I think a lot of people don't realize that. It's like yeah. you're allowed to have hate speech. Why? Because who gets to define what hate speech is? Right. Your hate speech is just my joke, and vice versa. And that that's why it's allowed. And a lot of people, which is very surprising to me. Maybe you know, I I went to law school, so. I, I took a class literally on the First Amendment, but a lot of people didn't have that education where they're shocked when I tell them that. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, you can't say them like, yes, you can. It's it's okay. You don't have to like it. Actually, the First Amendment protects speech you don't like. That's the whole point. Yep. And, yeah. and and it's really people, it's like earth shattering to a, a, what I'm noticing is a growing population in this country. Um, <laughs> the other part, so th that's one, it's kind of this two-pronged, uh, attack that i see that's the first one's hate speech and the second one is that what came up directly with you during um your what, what at the netflix headquarters was uh words are violence mm -hmm. it's like your words are yeah. violence and i think you i think you say or your friend i forget who it is it's like no no they're not they're just words like words are not right. violence violence is violence now words can be violence when they're a Direct, words can direct lead threat. to violence. Well, they sure. can also be a direct threat, right? That is violence, sure. but that's not what jokes yeah. are, like, and that's not what you were doing uh, at all. No, like so. So, that, I think that's another one that people are not understanding. It's like no, and, and this is unfortunately becoming so much more mainstream on one side of the uh, political divide. It's like words are violence, just like the the joke was uh, such and such as infrastructure. This is infrastructure. It's like no, these are not infrastructure. Like yeah. bridges and roads are infrastructure, not you know, uh, therapy. Therapy's not infrastructure. Right, it's it's, right. it's yeah. something different. So right. it's kind of the same thing. It's it's this broadening of these terms that when you stop to think about it, like, no, this doesn't make sense. Like, words are not violence. When what road are we going to go down when they, if they do become violent? It's a very scary situation. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, and, and you do have people, uh, if you watch my full, like, breakdown of the protests, I don't know if I included the clip, but at one point, someone goes well you're spreading hate speech and that's illegal and i'm like how do you guys <laughs> believe that who told you that <laughs> yeah, yeah like did you just hear like about hate speech like 
in the media. You're like, because you can get a hate crime rider if you commit a crime and you do it while calling somebody, you know, a racial slur. You do it uh, for reasons of, you know, they're, they're the wrong mm. color or whatever. Uh, you can get your charges increased, but you can't be charged based on like, I don't know, I just hate these people. Now, because yeah, yeah. again, the question is. Okay, like it sounds horrible to say, oh, I hate a group of people for whatever else. But again, it comes down to the religion type thing. I mean, there's a lot of people who go, you know, uh, look at Scientology. And they go, well, this is an exploitative thing. You have to pay money to take classes. Exactly. And it yeah. leaves yeah. people dry and it separates them from their family. Yeah. Okay, in some con it, in other countries, they specifically label Scientology. They won't recognize it as a religion. Because then they know it would have the same protections as any other religion. They have to label mm. it a cult there mm. because otherwise it would be illegal to criticize some of their practices. Thankfully, in America, we don't have to play these games where we can go, yeah, you're a religion, yeah. you're tax status. We can't tell you you can't believe in an alien, whatever the hell, God. Yeah. But we can tell you you're fucking stupid. And yeah. uh, you can get yeah. away with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, and that's that's the problem is once you start deciding who's protected or whatever you might end up protecting a group that frankly you know you should be allowed to criticize if they're doing something crazy uh well, like in other countries some people who are like severe you know they're animal rights activists and they go hey i really don't like the muslims you know their way of preparing the meat is to cut the uh, hang the animal upside down while it's still alive and cut its neck i think it's barbaric and people have gone to court and they've said you can't criticize halal meat that's how they make their meat you, you know that's illegal that's hate speech and when you start getting into stuff like that, it's it's kind of ridiculous. No. Yeah, what what I, what I've heard, it's like I think that's a good example. I was going to bring up a similar example is when you start tolerating the intolerant. And I think an example was like in the UK, you have a gay. Let's say it's London. Let's assume London. Um, you have like a gay pride parade, but then you have a lot of fundamentalist Muslims pro like att attacking it or threatening it. And what I, I, it's called what I call an intersectional pretzel. It's like, well, well, they're a protected group, but so they're a protected groups. Like, we don't know what to do. And uh, clearly, the, who you should protect are the people having the parade, not the people threatening the parade. But it, it, they become so uh, scared to, um, you know, you step is in. Islamophobic. Yeah, right. exactly. You go, well, you have to respect their right to want to stone gay people to death. And you go, no, <laughs> no, I don't know. No, Hold no, on. Exactly. Stop, no. stop the clock. Right. Uh, I but don't you know, respect that. You know, it, all, it also gets into the thing of like the more rights that you give to a group based on uh, their, uh, you know, based on their status as a member of this group, then the more freedoms you start to take away from the people around them. So that's when it gets really squirrely with this intersectional thing. Like this group is protected, but that group's protected. But in order to get, make sure that this group is protected, we have to kind of infringe a little bit on this other group and over here. And then, and then it just becomes a huge mess. Well, so, you know, right. my so favorite was in, was in New York city was uh, there's a great intersectional pretzel where, you know, they're pretty harsh. I mean, so you guys in LA, but New York's kind of leading the charge with the vaccine passport. Yeah, and it was yeah. very much looked at as this, well, you know, all the good progressive New Yorkers are going to fall in line and, and get vaccinated when, and there's like, we're just keeping the maggots out who are coming to the restaurants and shows or whatever. But in, in actuality, what happened is at the time, about like a quarter of black New Yorkers were vaccinated, about 75 percenters or maybe it's two thirds were not vaccinated and they yeah. were not being allowed in restaurants and places that they've been going for generations. And it's like, right. well, what do we do? We, we really thought everyone would fall in line. And now the, and then you have Black Lives Matter, literally Black Lives Matter protesting the vaccine, the vaccine mandates, which were we thought as in we as in, you know, the establishment. Yeah, well, this was actually right. only uh, 
uh, conservative thing that that protested us, not Black Lives Matter. So what do we do? And of oh, course, the media right. didn't really cover that all that much. But uh, I'd said intersectional pretzel. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah. it's totally, <laughs> totally bizarre. And yeah, you do run into these things where, you know, you end up hurting groups that probably don't deserve to be hurt. Uh, no group deserves to be hurt. Even even the Scientologists have to say, look, you're all nuts, but I can't stop you from being nuts. That's yeah. your right as a friggin' American. Uh, but you, you have fight to speech for speech. Right. Yeah, you fight speech and for speech. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of difficult. <laughs> I mean, you have to be willing to come out. And let's put it this way, you know, and then people go, well, what about like, you know, built-in things? Like, what about, you can't change your skin color. You can't choose that. Okay, but you also can't stop. Let's say all the white people get together and we really are decide to be the horrible monster everyone claims we are. And we decide to go, let's take all the rights away from people and blah, 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 blah. And someone goes, hey, whites, what are you up to? And we go, whoa, whoa, whoa. What'd you say about the whites? That's hate speech, buddy. <laughs> We're giving you the ability to speak out against uh, oppression as well. I mean, that's what people don't understand when they want to take uh, speech away. It drives me nuts. I talk to these leftists. They go, well, hate speech should be illegal. I'm like, who do you want to define that for you? And they're like, the yeah, government. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, who's <laughs> your current president? And at the time it was Trump. They go, Trump. And I go, to be clear, yeah. you want Donald Trump to have the yeah. ability to tell you which groups you're allowed to talk shit about. And they're like, well, you know, he wouldn't be the only one. I'm like, no, like you are not thinking this through. You don't give that power exactly. to anybody. It's all about precedent setting. Yeah. Right. That's exactly. It's president. It's a slippery slope because you don't know if some mecha, if Hitler's going to come back from the dead in a robot body, assume yeah. the presidency because he's the most charismatic motherfucker alive. Yep. I, I hate to say it, you put that guy on the stage. He might get back in there. I've seen him. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So mecha Hitler takes over. And next thing you know, he's saying it's illegal to criticize the Reich and whatever else. And you go, well, yeah. fuck. I mean, uh, we, we liked when we were just saying you can't say shit about black people and gay people. But uh, now that we handed him that power, he's able to abuse it. Which is why yeah. you put a line in the sand and you go, you know what? You can't change it for any other reason because somebody could abuse that at any point. No matter how much sense it might make sense in your head, uh, it's just going to lead to something horrible at some point. And if we look at other countries, it already has. Yeah. In other yeah. countries, people are being arrested for making very common sense criticisms of, again, yeah. Muslims being anti-LGBT, of, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want a biological male in my prison, my female prison. There's, you know, there's all sorts of questions. Right, right. And again, speech to speech, have the discussion. Don't just go, well, you can't talk about it. You're not allowed to talk about it. Well, you know, ironically, you know, because uh, the, the super hyper leftist SJW types, they go on and on about power, but really freedom of speech, it, it benefits people who are not in positions of power more because people right. who are in power, they don't need freedom of speech. Like they, they're, yeah. they're already at the top. Um, but if, if if you're if you're a nobody and you know society doesn't care for you, guess what? You still have the same freedoms that somebody else in a position of power has. You can freely go out and criticize you know whatever powerful institutions there are, and you can do it freely. Like that's that's the beauty of freedom of speech. That was that and that was that was the whole point. And I I feel like I bring this case up every single episode, but it's <laughs> so it's it, the the Skokie Illinois case, right? When the ACLU actually stood for something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's this amazing documentary. I recommend everyone watch. It's called the mighty IRA. I think it's on HBO and it's about uh, the neo-Nazis marching through the town of Skokie, Illinois. That was not only heavily Jewish, but heavily Holocaust survivor, right? A lot of the residents were Holocaust survivors. And it was why the hell, would a Jewish lawyer of all of all lawyers, but any lawyer, but a Jewish lawyer defend the neo-Nazis wanting to march through this town of Holocaust survivors? It's like, it's because one, their message sucks. 
And if you put the message out there, you let the marketplace of ideas ruin it. If you let it, if you make it go underground, it gains power and traction. Two, you fight speech with speech. Um, you can counter protest. No one, just like you did, Beto, like you went and yeah. you counter protest the protest. That's also allowed. And then three, and most importantly, is that if you shut this down, then the next group is that's going to be shut down is Malcolm X, or it's going to be um, a student group, Republican or Democrat or whatever. It's going to be some other person, a Bernie Sanders or a Ben Shapiro, whatever it is. And it, and it's and if you set the precedent, then it'll come for you. That's one of the themes that I always say. Like it always comes for you, and people aren't seeing that. Uh, and this is mainly a criticism of the left, aren't seeing that now with uh, when they try and shut down speech. At the same time, though, I will criticize the right on, uh, it's not a speech issue, well, kind of, but with something like the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act, right. the right thought is only going to be used against, you know, crazy Muslims. And guess what? Now it's being used against white Americans. And uh, ma mainly, yeah. well, not all white men, but that's the point, is the quote-unquote domestic terrorists, which could be parents, protesting their uh, school boards or someone who just like has a MAGA flag or something like that. And they didn't see what they were setting the precedent for. They thought it was only going to be used overseas, but now the war on terror has come home and you're the target. So you have to really stick up for the principle, not for what, just what you think is going to be used for. Right. Yeah. That's where we get into trouble. And, uh, you can't set these precedents. It really does. It always leads to something bad. You go, well, what could possibly go wrong? And then immediately you're like, oh, we live in a terrorist regime and we can't say anything. <laughs> it's like, it goes wrong. Look at any uh, society across history. You know, you make these these good intentioned laws and then you get fucked. So you got to yeah. be very on the... Yeah. The founders knew this. The founders looked at it and they went, look, man, just let people... We'll talk it out. That's what no. makes it great. Yeah. They lived in these societies where it's like, well, you can't say that or you're going to be hung for heresy or whatever else. And they went, that never works. It always leads to madness. So we'll just let it. You can say whatever yeah. you want. Mm -hmm. And hopefully people aren't complete morons and will uh, eventually find their way to the truth. I mean, uh, it's, that, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because like if if the protesters, if, you know, the people who walked out at Netflix, if they'd have just ignored you and... Uh, Dick Masterson was a uh, yeah. Dick Masterson, yeah. my co-host. Yeah. Um, if if mm -hmm. they'd have just ignored you guys, you guys probably would have had a pretty boring video. And it probably was like, yeah, whatever. These we'll just keep doing our yeah. Things. But, it wouldn't have been that interesting. Exactly. Yeah. But the fact that they made such a big deal about it, and it's like, okay, all you do is amplify these two guys that you that you're so so much against. I mean, it's it's. Um, and, yeah, they haven't caught that either. Well, they haven't figured that out either. That no, they're just no. amplifying like <laughs> uh, other voices. I'm glad they haven't figured it out. The second they figure yeah. it out, I'm out of a job. Look, <laughs> you're people. We'll cut that out. They go. I can't believe when he stole your sign, I would have been so mad. Can I, I punched that guy. I went, I was the happiest man in the world. No, I was no. like, was, thank you so much. No. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry that <laughs> that moment when the Netflix. God, was it Chris Chris Cristalli? Joe Cristalli. He's yeah. like a writer. He does a bunch yeah. of stuff. When he, he wrote for like uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, and uh, Frasier, right? That's a that's the yeah, new the reboot or whatever. When he not only ripped the sign out of your hand and broke it, but then yelled, "He's got a weapon!" <laughs> to me, that is so disturbing. That and this is the the ilk. That was like the Black Lives Matter, don't call the police because, you know, it could lead to more violence, all of that. And they did that exact thing. Yeah. They created yeah. 
this this situation and then like called to action more violence well, I have this conversation all the time with a buddy of mine, the great Mr. Girl. You can also find him on YouTube. And uh, it's always the hypocrisy is what drives you up a wall. Yes. You have these people who go, oh, my God, I never want harm to come to anybody. I, you know, uh, what matters is keeping people safe. And then you have something like the Rittenhouse trial, and they go, I hope that kid gets raped to death in prison. And you're like, yeah. who yeah. are you fucking people? <laughs> Make yeah, up your fucking mind. What are you talking about? I, I like the one now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the one now that's like uh, – well, I, I forget what account it is. It might be like something posting their L's and it's, you know, talking about healthcare for all and Medicare for all and all of that. And then it's like, uh, it's occupied Democrats or something. And now it's, um, yeah. uh, you know, if the Illinois is making unvaccinated people pay for their own healthcare now, right. if, if they aren't, you know, if they're unvaccinated and they get COVID, they pay for the healthcare. It's like, you guys are just celebrating Medicare for all where, doesn't matter if you're a smoker or you're um yeah, you know exactly. not healthier, you have a pre-consistent like a pre-existing condition. Like that's the point. <laughs> but now it's because someone doesn't want to get the vaccine, they should pay out of pocket for their uh for whatever right. illness they get or COVID or whatever it is. So yeah, it's a hypocrisy. That's kind of why we started this podcast, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Joe and I were just kind of sick of the hypocrisy. And I was like, wait. You hate it. I hate it too. Let's start a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It drives you up a wall. You go yeah. crazy because you're like, guys, uh, I hate, I hate the lack of consistency on both sides. Which is why I personally, I don't play the game. I don't identify as a Democrat. I don't identify as a Republican. I think both sides right now uh, go out of their way to uh, claim they have one set of standards when they have the exact opposite. They accuse their opponents of being liars, and then they go, well, it's okay when we lie, though, because we're doing right, it for the right, right reason. Yeah. Uh, it drives me up a fucking wall. So I've just yeah. said, finally, I'm done with it. I'm done with all of this. I truly hope at some point some third party emerges or just, I don't know, yeah. we get back to having, like, why don't we have a dozen candidates and they all have no affiliation whatsoever, and you got to actually, fuck this party bullshit. Because, yeah. uh We've reduced everything down to this right or left side debate, which makes no sense because every issue you have to examine individually. Yeah. yeah. and But we, we come down to, well, on Kyle Rittenhouse, if you are a Trump voter or a right wing guy, you have to support him. And if you're a left wing person, you have to think he's a white supremacist. Yeah. And I go, hey, man, I'm a heavily left leaning guy. And I think that kid shot a bunch of psychopaths who are trying to kill him. <laughs> and uh, yeah. that's his fucking right. And they go, no, no, you're in league with the fucking, you're on the side of evil now. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I'm just telling you what I saw in the fucking video. Like, I have a brain in my head. It drives me nuts that we're supposed to play this weird game where, no, 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 don't think for yourself. Just go toe the line, and that's going to push our party forward. I hate it. It's driving me up a wall. Yeah, and the, the hypocrisy thing, like, like I can respect somebody who I think is wrong on most issues as long as they're consistent. It's like, okay, but at least you're you're applying the same logic to everything. But but like now, it's like you're you're only applying logic to when it benefits you, and then when something goes against you, your your views, then you disregard that logic and you just come up with some other weird thing to justify it. Yeah, that, exactly. that that's what bothers me um, about about this. Like, I don't care if you're wrong. I don't care if I disagree with you or not. It's just, at least be consistent. At least at least apply everyone to the same principle. You got to be willing to take an L. I, yeah, we got to yeah. get back to the point where taking an L, instead of rubbing it at everybody's face. See, that's yeah. kind of part of the problem is we have a mm-hmm. culture where it goes, oh, you were wrong. You're yeah. an idiot. No, you got to go. If somebody comes out and they go, you know what? I got this one wrong. 
You got to stand up and applaud and you go, you're the bravest fucking man in America. God bless you and God bless your yeah. heart. Well, that uh, we live in a society. Anymore. No, we don't. Uh, it's, <laughs> apologies have become a weapon. If someone yeah. apologizes, you always tell people, don't apologize. It does nothing. It used to be a man apologized. You went, well, good on you, man. Good on you for uh, you know standing up for the truth and admitting you were wrong. Now we go, see, he knows he's a piece of shit. That's why he's apologizing. He was wrong. We won. Yeah. Like, no, it's not a winning or losing thing. Uh, fuck yeah. this. What is happening? I say, right, I right. say, don't apologize when it's. I see too many times the person isn't wrong. They're pressured into apologizing right. because they said something that, according Offended to they, the wrong yes, group. Yeah, yeah. When when like the I don't know. The first one that comes to mind was the um, Mumford and Sons banjoist who like read Andy No's book and was like, "It's interesting," and people are like. <gasps> White supremacist, Ooh. racist, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, he, and then he had to like quit the band and and like a publicly apologize. Any kind of like apologize for the apology, like the uh, uh, Larry David gift, yeah, like I yeah, apologize yeah. for his apology. <laughs> <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and and I actually messaged him at first, like, "Good on you, dude! Like, don't back down. You said the right, like, that's fine." Yeah. And then he did that. I'm like. You fucking caved, man. Like, <laughs> just stick to your guns. So that's when I say don't right. apologize. If you're actually wrong, one of the best things you can do is apologize, right? Yeah. That's yeah. That, that's what we're saying. Yeah. But I do see too often people just apologize because they think that will get them back in the good graces of their um, critics when really they just smell blood in the water. Then they're, you're just yeah. you're just a floating corpse and they're sharks. Like, huh. so. Yeah, we're in a... It's it's a complicated situation all around. I mean, the, the the big complication is, and as I always tell people, is, I mean, we have to acknowledge the role that capitalism plays in speech. Is that you have to put food on the table, and that's an unfortunate uh, reality. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, like I got upset when I went out to the protest, and I'm like, why are we the only people here? Like, there should every comedian in Los Angeles should be here beating mm -hmm. on a drum standing yeah. up for I comedy asked, i asked joe why weren't i live in new jersey joe yeah. you live in la why weren't you there uh it was busy that day i was protesting, right. I was protesting a different company okay. yeah i mean to be fair we could have we could have probably organized something we could have told comedians to come out i only went because the day before i'm like oh fuck that protest is coming up i wanted to go to that so luckily i thought i actually think it was more it. powerful because it was just like the two of you or maybe there, yeah. there were a few other people but i think that made it like Kind of more powerful because it amplified like like you guys more than just like yeah, oh because if it was against the mob because if it was a larger counter protest in a way that is better like that's nice it'd be great if there was such a large counter protest that it drowned out the protest right that was the point of the counter protest and the neo nazis like let them speak but counter protest it and show that no this is the right speech but at the same time I think because it focused so much on you and you weren't some you know, crazy MAGA. Hate monger. No, yeah. and I'm not. Right. That's the thing that I think also drives them nuts is they have this idea in their head and they go, well, anyone yeah. who would protest that must be a hate monger. And I yeah. go, nah, man, I just really like jokes and I think you guys are being kind of nuts. And uh, yeah. I think I'm within my rights to say that. And uh, I, mean, I think that drove more nuts than anything. Well, it's funny that that's such a revolutionary statement to say nowadays. I mean, it's like there was there were there were no there was no profanity, there were no racial slurs. It was just like we like jokes, we like Dave Chappelle. Like, like yes, that's, that's like, what made it so funny. It was like it was like it was the most innocuous, like plain 
signs that you could have made and they lost their shit like yeah we like dave like motherfuckers (laughs) kill him kill the guys it's cool man it's fine i mean look i'm not gonna pretend we're not being like kind of obnoxious with chance that's okay is that illegal yet to be obnoxious no well that's the thing is people are like how dare you protest their protests i'm like how dare they protest to begin with like what are you talking about we have the same fucking rights as anything else if they want to have a private little uh shindig and go into a private room and talk about their feelings i can't stop them sure the second you go out yeah. on the go out on the street i have the ability to go boo no, oh no. you westy wendy testerberger boo right. um so well, you know it's it's um yeah, like it's, it's just how selfish this this whole thing of like we, we got to deplatform or we got to get rid of this uh we got to ban this comedian off of this platform or whatever um i mean it, it it's like i for me, I, the way I look at this stuff, it's like, I don't care what offends you. I care about what you do with your offense. Um, because I think everybody has sort of like irrational offenses. There are things that offend me that other people would think are dumb and trivial, but that's fine. I deal with it on my own. Right. But it's, but now it's, it's this point where it's like, I'm offended. Therefore everybody else should be offended by it as well. Yeah. And I don't want anybody else to be able to enjoy this. Um, and, and so that's the thing, like, like if, if people said, you know, I'm not going to watch Dave Chappelle and then, uh, his numbers went down. That, that would have been more harmful for Dave Chappelle's career than protesting and, and making a big stick out of it. Yeah. And we also have, I mean, I saw yesterday, there's a, you know, Will Wheaton from Star Trek. Do you remember yeah. that guy? I just saw yeah. that, the Facebook yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, so yesterday Will puts out a thing because uh, Dave Chappelle's getting to host a Netflix, uh, you know, comedy festival, which is mm. kind of Netflix saying, yeah, we still support this guy. Fuck you. Which is <laughs> just great. Nice to stay. Yeah. Very yeah. nice yeah. to see, actually. Yeah. Very nice to see because if they, if it was just like, oh, we're going to leave a special up or we're not going to say anything publicly, but saying, no, he's in charge of our festival is very much saying Dave's not in the wrong and we support what he's doing. Uh, so anyway, Will Wheaton, this horrible nerd who's always the worst, he goes, uh, <laughs> Al, I can't believe they were doing this. And anyone who associates with Dave Chappelle is a bigot. And uh, at one point he goes in his thing, and this is the mentality they all have, is he goes, when an entire community tells you that a man is causing them hurt and you support that, you're enabling that hurt. And I go, no. an entire community, Will Wheaton, I have had conversations with trans people. Uh, very, very influential trans people. Some of them got a blue check mark. Let's be real on Twitter. (laughs) Okay. And they went, Hey man, good on you. Uh, thank you for going to that protest. A lot of these, you know, transgender campaigners are out there and they do not represent all of the transgender community, no matter what they say. And, uh, a lot of them are just out there for clout and fame. There was the one who was, you know, organizing it and says, you know, I love everybody. And then we went and looked at her tweets and it's all like, except Asian people. I just fucking hate Asian people. You're like, what the fuck is this? What are you talking about? Yeah, it was super weird. It was super weird how racist it was. Uh, and so to say, well, an entire community has decided this is hurtful. No, they haven't. And in a way, it's kind of uh, offensive to ascribe that to them, to say you guys are a hive mind and you all agree that Dave Chappelle yeah. is hurtful, right? No, there's a lot of transgender people who go, no, he said he made some jokes. I mean, let's be real. I want to get my dick cut off. That's kind of funny. It's kind of a <laughs> radical thing. You know, as I always say, it's the first time in human history that cutting off your dick is the bravest thing in the world. Like, oh, my God, good on you, buddy. Like, how can we not talk about that? We have to talk about that. It's it's a radical concept. And I, I also argue that if you want, you know, transgender people to be more accepted and whatever else, you're going to get there by talking about this stuff, even in a joking way. 
when you go, you know, why would a guy cut off his dick? I can't believe it, you know, whatever. But I guess it makes him feel better. At least you're having the discussion, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's getting you closer to being like, well, yeah, that's just a thing that happens. And as weird as it might seem, you know, uh, if it really makes him happy, what can I do? Right. I mean, I still think it's nuts. And the idea of cutting off my dick, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to do it. But uh, at least we're having the discussion. And But they wanted to shut that discussion down. And they don't understand that you're never you're not going to get to acceptance by telling people well, you're not allowed to talk about it. You're going to because then people are just going to go, OK, well, then you guys are fucking insane because you're telling yeah. me I can't even like talk about how weird it is. You're right. going to get to acceptance by being like, yes, it's fucking weird. OK, homosexuality used to be seemed like so fucking weird. Why would a guy have sex with another guy? That's crazy. I would never do that. But yeah. then, you know, gay guys, we, we made some jokes about it. We put them in movies. People had a laugh like, ah, you know, but then eventually you go. Yeah, but they're happy. You know, they're regular guys just like us. Yeah. Who gives a yeah. shit? That's what I was, yeah. uh, was going to say. It normalized. Like, I think putting it in jokes and stand specials and it, it normalizes it. And people do absolutely. become just like. Yeah. So uh, another thing that just astonished me was it seems like the gender issues. I don't just like say trans because like I, I trans is like very much a real thing. I, I don't. Some people do still debate that. But like. It's all this other stuff that I think you have people who have to do literally nothing with their bodies. They can just identify, right? You just They're identify queer. as this, They're right? Queer. And yeah. then they all of a sudden move up what Joe and I talk about as the victimization pyramid above like a black guy. Black like, people? Could, yeah. <laughs> what drives like, me crazy? Is whatever like, transgender people go, you do not understand the violence against my community. I go, yeah. I don't think you understand the violence against the black community. Because if yeah. you did, you would shut up. Like you, you have, only you have talk like about that. White progressive, like totally, like they haven't had any surgeries. They just identify, and all of a sudden, they get to call people like Dave Chappelle, who I believe grew up in poverty. I mean, he grew up in D.C. I don't know exactly. Worked his yeah. ass off became like this this pinnacle of comedy and now you because you identify as something like you get to now basically attack this it seems very anti-progressive to me right um, right yeah it, we it, it is insane and i don't want to you know yeah. be a numbers guy but whenever you go they always go oh you know the transgender community you hear from all these people there's this weird myth that uh transgender people are being murdered by the yeah. by the millions statistically and, untrue right, yeah right, and yeah. you're like bro what are you talking about and they're like and it's always like well i read this article and it says you know 2022 was the deadliest year on record for transgender people and you go yeah because there's fifty thousand new transgender people if you add fifty thousand yeah. people to a population the odds that one or two of them might get killed go up a little bit so yeah, yeah. Uh, the the numbers are staying the same, and they're like, well, you know, can you believe there was forty five hate crimes? You go hate crimes? No, forty five people got murdered. People yeah. get murdered for all sorts of reasons: robbery, uh, domestic. I mean, that's the thing. Half the crimes, it's like you know, got uh, got punched by her boyfriend, you know, hit uh, shot by her boyfriend or her husband. I'm like, oh, that guy must have been a transphobe. He was married <laughs> to a trans woman. I like, how are you going to say that's a transphobic hate <laughs> crime? For the love of God. <laughs> that transport really had his way. You're like, no, that, does, that doesn't count as one of the it was, crimes. Well, you don't get to very, have that one. Coincidentally, well, so first of all, what happens now in our society, and in a way, maybe it's gotten worse or better. I don't know, because you can fact check, check stuff more now than it used to be a handful of papers or sources or whatever. But like, coincidentally, the 
Jesse Smollett verdict came out an hour ago, right? He was yeah, yeah. guilty, yeah. by the way, five out of six. The same thing, which just was patently untrue from the beginning. Um, but that's obviously nothing to do with trans. But in a similar thing, I remember uh, there were reports coming out of like Portland, Oregon, that like white supremacists were just on the hunt for trans people in Portland, Oregon. Again, like one of the most progressive cities in America, just like you wouldn't find two MAGA guys walking out downtown Chicago <laughs> with bleach and a noose, like yeah, the yeah, same right. thing. But they just report it at like matter of factly. When in reality, no, it then, happened. Absolutely. then when some no. journalists, some journalists look into it and it's like, no, not only did this not happen, what really happened was like some trans person got drunk and fell and reported to the police that she got beat up by mm. white supremacists. And then it like right. conflagrates into this, like what roving white supremacists in Portland, Oregon, attacking trans women. Uh, uh. We live and in a time of uh, absurd misinformation. I don't know what we're supposed to do about it. And that's why I go nuts with this both sides thing as I go, mm -hmm. especially when people go, well, you can't trust the media. The only people you can cho choose is like, Patriot News XXX.L. And I'm like, no, 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 right. Yeah, I can only trust uh, Big Tommy's USA News number one. He gives me all the straight facts. And I go, that motherfucker is lying to you just yeah. as hard uh, as anyone in the mainstream media. And 90% of the time, it's way worse. Right. Uh, right. You have to, we have to somehow train our society to be like, you have a brain. Stop believing every conspiracy that comes your way. Conspiracies are fun. They're great. Okay. <laughs> but you have to have some actual facts. You can't just go, well, there's a picture of this guy with the Clintons, which means he's out there assassinating people on their behalf. It's like, no, you can't, you can't just draw that. You have to go, well, it's interesting and let's look into it. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately right now we live in this uh, era of insane. I mean, I went nuts. Did you see the thing recently where they're going, well, Biden was giving a speech and then he read on the teleprompter, end of quote, because, you know, he's reading off a teleprompter and he hasn't prepared this stuff. And I go, you know, that's like a very common thing when you quote somebody and you want to make it clear that you've stopped quoting them and you're now gone back to saying what you want to say. You right, say, right. end of quote, and then you yeah. continue talking. I don't yeah. know how hundreds of thousands of people have apparently never heard the phrase end of quote. Yeah. Uh, right, not to mention right. that I then went and I looked and uh, they did the same thing to Mitt Romney like six years ago. He gave a speech uh, on a stage and he said, mm. end of quote. Mm. And the other side went, see, he's reading a teleprompter. And you're like, mm. no, motherfucker. This is a very common turn of phrase. Like, what are you guys yeah. doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it drives me up a fucking wall that people are living in the, this world of uh, lies and they're easily propagated lies. I don't know if you guys have seen my Twitter account where I just make shit up. I have a fake news account, kind of like The Onion. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, so I'm I have not, a, I have, I've seen it. Oh my god, it's so easy to do and it's hilarious. So I have a Twitter called Victory News Net <laughs> at Victory News Net. Okay, it's Victory News. Right, the, v, it. the V VNN it stands for Veto. It's Veto's news network. Okay, and if you read my profile, it says right in the profile, this is a parody news site. It's parody. Yeah. Like my my pin tweet is Babylon B. Give me a job, please. <laughs> and uh, multiple times, I will just make up a story in an hour, and it will go fucking viral. It's hilarious how stupid people are. Yeah. I made one that said uh, Ben and Jerry's is giving uh, Joseph Rosenbaum his own flavor of ice cream. Rosenbaum <laughs> heroic hazelnut. Oh wait, I did see that. Yeah, I did see. He that. probably 
Well, he saw it, right? Yeah, he saw, saw that, yeah. The pedophile yeah, is getting his own ice cream. <laughs> uh, and then there was one where, what do you call it? You remember that that black lady was going to run in the Olympics? She got disqualified uh, for smoking oh, marijuana. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I made up a news story where I said, well, the white lady taking over for her is a, is a Mormon woman who says she wants to teach kids to say no to drugs. And Jesus intervened to make sure she could run on the Olympic team. <laughs> and that went like insanely viral. Is that, yeah, again, the idea that some lady says, oh, she's like, Jesus forced my opponent to smoke marijuana so I could be on the Olympic Wait, what's it again? <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on a Victory News Network that looks like it's actually like super. So there's like some Christian one, but if yeah. you're on oh, wait. Twitter. This is you. If you. The Ben and Jerry's. Vic okay. Victory News yeah, Network, yeah. BNN. Victory okay. News Network. <laughs> okay. Oh, I made it look good. I made. I was it like, as I like say, good... this looks like uh, an actual like right wing. Yeah, dude, it's it looks funny. like a right wing news site. Yeah. I said uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, that's watching Twitch channel. I'm surprised. Joseph the Rosenbaum's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> R. Kelly transferred to juvenile detention center. <laughs> yeah, at the R. Kelly trial, there was a mistake in the paperwork, and he had to go to a juvie for six right, months. I just followed that it. That's, been, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what's crazy is, again, nobody stops to think, all right, hold on. Did Ben and Jerry's really make pedophile ice cream? And again, all they have to do is click on my profile, and it will tell you this is parody. It's a joke. Yeah. Okay, because I'm upfront about my misinformation. I go, I'm gonna label it. It's a joke. I want yeah. you to know. Yeah. But you look at these other sites that don't label it, yeah. and yeah. they are pushing fake information. And it is so. If I can go viral for saying there's pedophile ice cream, look at all these other fake stories that go viral that are just made up from whole cloth. Uh, and it is disturbing how easy it is to spread on social media because one guy sees it repost it he might take a screenshot and then there is no link back to me that says it's parody like it is crazy how much this fake news spreads and that's how again we get into a situation where you go did you hear a million trans people got murdered last year and you go no 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 hold on yeah. like where are you getting this fact from well i uh, always believed i believe in a, a healthy skepticism of skepticism of pretty much everything and i don't know what happened to that yeah. like whether I'm skeptical of the police and I'm skeptical of Antifa and I'm skeptical, skeptical, skeptical of skeptical. Black Lives Matter yeah. and the Democrats and the Republicans and any new party, too, I'm skeptical about until uh, they show me otherwise. The problem is that people aren't skeptical enough of their own side. They go, well, yeah. I know my own side and they would never lie to me. Why would the Democrats ever lie to me? Yeah. If Joe Biden tells me Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, he's the president. Yeah. Or if Trump tells me uh, 2.7 million votes were deleted by Dominion voting systems, a yeah. figure backed up by literally nothing in the history of the world. No. Uh, well, I'm going to believe it because he's the president. He's on my side. Yeah. Uh, you got to go. No, I want the actual facts. Like, I don't know why we let people get away with this. I don't care if you like Trump. And I know a lot of people do. You have to take him to task when he tweets out Dominion voting systems deleted 2.7 million Trump votes. Do you know how easy it would be to spot that? Yeah. To go, huh, 2.7 million votes went missing. That's right. weird. Right. Like, you could yeah. just check it against the voter rolls. Like, you would know if votes got deleted. Oh. And But no, everybody just goes, no, because it confirms my bias. 
It, it mm, makes yeah. sense to what? I, yeah. Well, he says other stuff that's true. He got it wrong one time. No, no, no. Don't make excuses. He, like when you say something as ridiculous, I think Biden should apologize for calling Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist. I think Trump should apologize Wild. for saying 2.7 million votes got deleted. Yeah. I think, again, when you say something that is a blatant falsehood, it is your job to correct the record and say, I got it wrong. And we shouldn't trust people who can't do that. If you can't no. come out and correct the record when you're wrong and you just spew bullshit and you get it right half the time, I don't know why we give people that pass. It drives me nuts. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, that's why I don't trust comedians because they never apologize and they never say that they're no. going to do better. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they're I do give comedians away. a pass. Comedians are allowed to stretch the truth because yeah. it's yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, it's, I don't yeah. want to start. I still, I don't want to start sh shutting down satire. Because yeah. I also have a burner, which I'm not going to make public. Joe knows what it is, but it's like a super. I told everyone. I told everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a super progressive, um, uh, kind of just like ridiculous neo-lib uh, burner. Yeah. And like yeah, today, yeah. I, like today, I, I, I tweeted before this of so someone like searches this and discovers it, that's fine. It's it like was one like, of those fake libs, and it's fine. Yeah, it's get like. It. People yeah, know, like if, go, oh, that's a fake account. Well, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Yeah, actually, which is that, that's what's scary but to that's, me. That is part of it. Yeah, like you, tr satire can trick a certain number yeah. of people. Yeah. Uh, the question is, you know, is the satire being done in good faith? You're doing it to be funny, legitimately. Yes. You know, there are some people who are going out there and they're like, "I'm going to trick people into thinking every Democrat rapes a kid." And you're like, "Well, yeah. hold no, on yeah, a no, 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 it's not." Let's be fair. Uh, and but some people aren't fair, and again, some people think, well, if it's on the side of good, because I'm on the side of good, I can no. do whatever I want. And yeah, no, this is more just thing. for fun. Um, mm -hmm. not this isn't like to push any Pizzagate shit. This would be more like I tweeted. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up. Well, no, because you're gonna give it away. <laughs> you can give us a generic. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's fine. Is uh. The Jesse Smollett verdict is proof that this is a white supremacist country. If he imagined that two maggots attacked him, then that is enough. How does everyone not understand this? Hashtag get this for juicy. Hashtag BLM. Hashtag DNC. Hashtag MAGA. Hashtag trans women or women. Hashtag end Asian hate. Hashtag trans women or women. Trans rights are human rights, as we all say. Which, again, we also get into this slogan culture where nobody yeah. has a, a thought yeah. in their head. Yeah. The uh, Kyle Rittenhouse went across state lines. You guys keep do you guys think that if you keep saying that that it's like gonna become a crime to go I had to lines? Yeah. yeah. I had what to, are you talking about? I had to, and I didn't mean to like I was talking with someone and just point by point, I had to just keep debunking every single fact about the Kyle Rittenhouse case. I'm like, just listen, this isn't the right case to attack. Like, here's why. This one. First of all, he he lived 20 miles from Kenosha. I drive over 50 miles twice a day to get to and right. from work in the same small state. So it's not like it's far. Second of all, his family in Kenosha. Third of all, the gun was not illegal. Like every single thing that they push uh, to uh, just debunk, like, no, that's not true. This is what actually happened. No, that's not true. And that's just like at one, at on one side, I'm like, you're just being fed the wrong information. And yeah, it's confirmation bias. And you want to believe that like people thought he killed black people. Yeah. People actually believe that his, that the people he shot were black people, yeah. which like the most. So, so that brings right. me to my other point is like, while I kind of feel bad for you because you are just getting this bullshit, these bullshit facts. Well, they're not facts, these lies. At the same time, like the most minimal research, if something you're going to be passionate about, do the most minimal research, you will see that all of this is bullshit. 
So right, right. It's it's yeah. insanity. It's right. It's I'm going insane over here. Like I, I've got to the point where I'm <laughs> driving around. And I'm going. You know what? This humanity thing. It's a fun little game. Yeah. Uh, I can't save these people. I'm just gonna let them. You know, run themselves in circles, trying to point fingers at everybody and believing in all these conspiracies. Right. And uh, what can you do? You can't get people to listen to reason. Right. Uh, I think the only thing we can do is we have to have a concentrated effort to be like, listen, if you get lied to, uh, that liar needs to make amends. We need to hold them. We need to stop enshrining. That's what drove me so nuts about Trump is I would go to people and I don't care. I like Trump as a bombastic guy. I think no. he's an interesting <laughs> personality and I'm sure that he truly wants to help America. Sure. sure. But I don't like when no, a politician no, no. lies to me no, no, and no. I would talk to Trump supporters and I'd go, do you think Trump lies? And they go, oh, yeah, that motherfucker lies all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go, all right. And I'd go, do you like when politicians lie? No, politicians should lie. Politicians should be honest. You know, they have to represent the people. Hmm. But Trump lies. Yeah, that guy's great. And I'm like, we need to, yeah. we need to come to an agreement of you can like Trump for, you know, getting in everybody's face. And he's pissing off all the right people. Sure. But if he's giving you bad information, if he's lying to you, again, I, even if there was sneaky stuff with the election or whatever, you got to treat that dead seriously. You can't go out and just tweet every new random conspiracy theory that comes across your desk. Right. All right. That's not the way to handle that, especially as the president of the United States. You go, we're going to investigate the voting machines. We have some serious uh, issues with how this was handled. And we're going to take a look at it and we're going to do whatever we can to get to the bottom. You don't go, well, Newsmax, I was watching Newsmax. <laughs> no, 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 right. no. Right. Newsmax is not going to give it to you. One American News Network is not going to give it to you. You go, right. uh, we're going to handle this professionally, like a professional country, right. uh, like a professional government. And we're not going to rely on crazy right wing conspiracy theories and uh, whatever. We're, I'm not going to have the my pillow guy lead the charge. Okay, yeah, we're going to yeah, have a I, crack team of investigators, <laughs> not Mike Lindell from my pillow. Uh, you know, it, it also it makes crazy. your side it makes your side better if you're willing to hold into a higher standard. If like, hey, look, yeah, you know, we, we 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 can't be lying. We can't be getting away with this shit. Come on, like, get rid of you know whichever side you're on. But look, this person can't lead us. This person can't represent us. I say this. I say this to both. Also, it's like there are enough legitimate criticisms of, for instance. I don't like Trump. Uh, I didn't. I never voted for him. I liked some of the things he stood for. Middle finger to the establishment, all that, whatever. He ended up being pretty establishment himself. But like, it would be like the. I do a lot of verbal memes. So like verbal meme, like you dislikes Trump because he said like build the wall or stand down, proud boys. I just like Trump because he fucking greenlit Dr. Fauci to uh, keep funding the Wuhan lab that yeah. caught that Obama shut down that caused this whole fucking pandemic. Like that's why I yeah. don't like Trump. Not because he said like China virus or Kung flu, which I think is funny. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I think Kung flu is funny. And it's I'm not, like... it's not lying. He's not lying. Like, that's the thing. Like you can say he's offensive or whatever, but I don't, I don't really give a shit about that. They're saying, Oh, well that's going to result in Asian people getting killed. Like, no, Again, that's another fucking, yeah, not. that's another part of lying that i think makes is very upset is exaggeration of harm yes uh, and it, it, it's dangerous in itself is to be like all these people are attacking this group of people and then it's like then those people are gonna like be on edge and kind of yeah. maybe retaliate at like the slightest hint of a provocation so like it actually makes it super dangerous it's also you're just lying to it, it's the 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 perfect example was the 
fiery but mostly peaceful protests. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. I can see with my eyes that this is not right. peaceful. Not Just peaceful. say it's not peaceful. Say Just it got out of right. hand. Call it yes. a riot. Why not? Yes. We called them the LA riots. It didn't mean that the people rioting are like horrible fucking people necessarily. Well, like, some, were about... some, 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 some were and some weren't. Some were and some weren't. Some were mad in some situation. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, what was I going to say? I completely forgot. Go ahead. Well, oh, I do no, the I was... same thing with like, with like, and sorry, just the last one. I'll say the other side. It's like on the right wing side, people will be like, well, Ilian Omar married her brother or whatever. It's like, no, like Ilian Omar sucks and like rip on her for legitimate things that she sucks at, not like some conspiracy theory attacking her well, character. She might have, she might have married her brother. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh... Wait, is that true? Uh, yeah, dude. Oh. Huh. All right, well, <laughs> All right, well breaking news. Wait, let's, let's put it this way. It's never been completely disproven in any okay. meaningful respect. Oh, she fuck. All right, so she, she married her brother. <laughs> but uh, you should you should look into it. And there was a guy who said who uh, is like, listen, man, I got DNA off her cigarette. I got DNA off her brother's cigarette. I sent it to a lab. And he's got like behind, you know, like photos yeah. of them smoking cigarettes of where he got them from. Hmm. He's like, they're they're brother and sister. Now, huh. they weren't having, like, sex. It was more like, hey, I want to immigrate to America, and okay. if I yeah. marry this guy, I get instant citizenship. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. one of those ones. Right. That's, one of those ones, you, that's <laughs> one of those ones that you should She married a fucking brother? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I could Now, here's the thing. is, I'll, But I'll even say I'm not 100% sure on that. But from what I've yeah, seen, yeah. I know it's very much a gray area. Uh, right, uh, right. It has, know, it has more validity to me than yeah. the Obama was not born in America stuff. You know, all right, this yeah. is one where I'm yeah. like, all yeah. right, all right, I could maybe see this happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, we've also, I mean, here's why the left loses. The left loses because we have no, we don't uh, stick to our guns. The left was supposed to be, oh, we're the party of science. We love science. Science yeah. is so important. COVID is gonna kill you if you go out in a big group. COVID's gonna kill you. And then the Black Lives Matter protests yeah, start. That's but COVID's not as important as standing yeah. up for well, black people. It's racism is the real virus. It's like, no, yeah. it's no, it's not the virus is the real virus. Just like vi words aren't violence. Violence is violence. It's the same concept. No. Yeah. No. I don't know how the left gets bullied into having to be progressive all the time. All the scientists have to go is say, listen, we support uh, the Black Lives Matter movement or we, we understand their right to protest. We just urge people caution and hope that people will social distance because we are worried about that. But no, they all went. No, this is more important than a global pandemic. And you're like, yeah. all right, well, now you have no leg to stand You've on. Lost credibility. You want everyone yeah, to right. take. Yeah. When you want everyone to take a vaccine, they go, well, can I just go to a protest? If I go to a protest, do I not have to take the vaccine? You know, because right. that's more important. Like, no. just get figure out what your standards are. Figure out what lines you care about and actually stick to it. Stop like yeah. going, no, it's OK, because blah, blah, blah. And I want to be a good person. No, no. I think that that was one of my biggest like eye-opening red pill moments, so to speak. Is well, first it was the Covington Catholic kids. That that was just a complete lie. How they spun that. Then it kind of like what they tried to do with you, Vito, in the um, like some like somehow some publications framed you saying you know making yeah, it maybe shouting not profanity, yeah, shouting for profanity, right, or, transphobic speech was, I like, was not pushing true. against them yeah and i'm like all right man i don't know what you're talking about like you can watch the videos yeah exactly nobody was i the nicest guy in the world no i'm like hey we like jokes and i was you know cracking my own jokes and whatever else like i was clearly i don't you know being uh i was being an annoyance i wouldn't I even like, i couldn't imagine people. anyone being to be honest like I I, don't, I couldn't imagine anyone handling it any better. 
Like the people yeah. were in your face. They were yelling at you. They were, they, you know, legally assaulted you. And you were just saying like, we like Dave, we like Joe. I, to me, I, I wouldn't have, that's why I can't go to this shit. Like I would have started, I would have started throwing down. Yeah. Like no, I, we I, have that conversation with people as we go, if you want to represent a side, but you don't think you can restrain yourself from being violent, yeah. then don't go. Cause you're going to be counterproductive and you're going to, cause they, they tried. I mean, there was some Antifa website that went, this proves that Dave Chappelle is sparking violence because yeah. Vito Giswaldi and uh, Dick Mashin went there and started choking people. Yeah. And we're like, we did what now? What are we doing? <laughs> Who? Okay. And luckily, this is some fringe Antifa website making shit up. Yeah. But if the actual media had, you know, footage of me and Dick with baseball bats beating up trans people, well, then they win that conversation. Yes, yeah. Dave Chappelle is inspiring hate. We have right. clear video evidence of it right here. And yeah. that's what they want to get. Instead, these guys showed that they're nutbags. They're breaking yeah. people's sign. They have their own Antifa enforcers shoving people around. Mm. Uh, they're shaking uh, tambourines in people's faces, blowing whistles when you try to be on, you know, the news is or, uh, interviewing me and someone's blowing a whistle so they can't hear me. And you go, you guys, you, you lose. You lost. Yeah. Yeah. You've played this terribly, and now you've lost the game. And uh, congratulations. Well, it, it uh, um, you know, when watching that footage, there were you know there were several people who were saying, you know, Dave Chappelle he normalizes hate towards trans people or in this, and and that's always a weird argument against uh, an edgy comedian that it normalizes hate towards a group or 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 that it perpetuates a negative stereotype of something, and it's like, okay. But, but like what are the real world real world effects of that like like if the kkk was using dave Chappelle's special and that's kind of a stretch but if they were using that that, that thing to push like anti-black or anti-gay uh uh campaigns i can see their argument like hey this thing is actually leading to a resurgence of white nationalism or, or, or the kkk or right. something but it's no it's like we laugh we watch the show for an hour we laugh and then we go back to being a husband or a wife or they go back to our daily jobs like nobody watches uh, uh, Dave Chappelle and goes, oh, you know, I'm gonna start beating up trans people now. Like that, that doesn't happen. No, not at all. Yeah, it, it's they know they're lying. They know they're right. stretching the truth in so many different ways. Right. And uh, it's weird that we don't take them to the task for it, but right. that's just the way it is. I love the guy yeah. who tried to like lawyer you on incitement laws or something. Yeah. I, that's when I wanted to step in. I wanted to be like, well, actually, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's so much footage of that. There's so yeah. much footage of like you know words are violence like again these people have these buzzwords that they hear you yeah, know yeah. don't punch down uh, trans rights or human rights right, like right. and you go all right i want to have a conversation with you all right let's let's have a, a theoretical situation again it's a prison there's a woman who's you know uh in a cell should she be forced to share the cell with a, a individual who still has a penis and was convicted of some sort of rapey crime or whatever the hell else and they think about it for a second and they go, well, trans rights are human rights. And you go, no, 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 no. We're having, <laughs> we have a conversation. You can't yeah. just go rely on these buzzwords to get, they're not like a little, they're like crib notes for these people who don't have a thought in their heads. Well, he crossed state lines. There you go. I mean, yeah. Yeah. there's no, there's no other discussion to have. Right. Uh, well, the thing is that so many of, I don't mean to just say like these people or whatever it is, but the, the loud voices, the progressive woke whatever you want to call it because it's not even all progressives right I, I'm, I'm not saying that it's it's like this subset but they all generally live in cities and they are all together and they're never challenged because the schools they went to 
probably all supported what they were saying. Then they congregate with uh, people, like-minded people, and even people who don't agree with them generally don't say anything. So then when you do challenge them, and I've seen this more and more, um, because I will be that voice that challenges them, and, and they really don't have a response except for, well, I don't like hate speech or whatever is is human rights, or I just want to be a good person and be accepted. So, yeah, but that's not a policy. It's not an argument, right? That's just right. a platitude that, that doesn't go anywhere. And when you actually do that, they, um, you know, they kind of just flounder or they resort to actual violence, like breaking a sign because they're so like flustered, like, oh, I can't win with words, so I'm going to use violence. Like, yeah. that's what they do. And they're actually the ones who are violent when you're just trying to use speech. Well, my favorite thing in my video is when there's that lady and she goes, all white people, you know, are racist because this is a racist country. And I go, well, which races are you racist towards? Yeah. White lady. <laughs> and she's like, well, we all are racist. And I'm like, OK, but are there any races that you're not racist towards? And she goes, we're all racist. And I go, well, I'm not. I don't know why you're so proud of how racist you are. But, uh, I'm not racist. It was, and uh, it really broke her brain when I'm like, are there any races you're not racist towards? And she can't just say, no, I'm yeah. racist towards all well, Just say it. That's your that's your ideology. No, yeah. I'm racist towards all races. Okay, then admit to it. So, yeah, so but, uh, I don't want to associate with a racist. I'm going to move away from you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I go, well, you're a racist. Congratulations. I'm not proud of your racism. I don't know why you are. And uh, maybe maybe give it a maybe stop. Maybe knock it off. Yeah, I think it was kind of tongue in cheek. I think this happened during the the 2020 Great Awakening, where I think it was Princeton, you know, go New Jersey. Uh, they did they had some investigation where it was like some inherently racist thing, and the government as kind of like a middle finger was like, "All right, then we're gonna have to investigate you because like we're gonna have to see if you can get federal money because we can't, you know, give money to a uh, to a school that like a racist school that segregates or something like that and they're like whoa, whoa 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 wait 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 no no we were just like placating the activists we're not actually saying that yeah and you're <laughs> like, like careful well, you said that you have yeah. a racist whatever i yeah. mean it's the same with like and it, it, there is this crazy racism they're now trying to make a claim that asian people are white because that allows them to discriminate against asian people yeah. you yeah. see that like yeah. harvard where they're like ah oh, we're letting too many of these uh it's insane. Uh, yeah, it's fucking like, crazy. Yeah. Lots of these, lots of these people come from immigrant, like our first generation. Their parents don't speak English. They work their asses off, and then it's like, yeah, well, there's too many of you. It's like, when did yeah. that become acceptable? <laughs> what the no, fuck is it, happening? It exposes <laughs> what they really think. What they really think is anyone who succeeds is the problem. Yeah, right. it's not. Yeah. It's not a you know whether or not you're a minority or marginalized. It's uh, you're doing too good. We got to yeah. pull you down so yeah. everybody else can do good too. It's like, right. Just say that. Just say that. Yeah. Don't and it's say like, no, no, it's about your identity. It's like, no, you don't, you want everybody to succeed equally. And anytime anybody starts, like, the white people are doing too good. No. So yeah. we go, oh, well, we hate them and they're evil now. And you're like, no. well, hold on. And it's funny is that that you know so many so many of these uh, institutions have like diversity and inclusion quotas, and it's funny with the Harvard thing, which was sort of like, yeah, we need to let more minorities in. Okay, too many minorities, and it's like, do you not realize that the what you're doing there? Like it's it's it, it, it's it's so bizarre. Again, it goes back to that sort of inconsistent, hypocritical thing of like we care about this except when that happens. And there's also, I mean, let's be clear: there's minorities that they care about more than others. Yes, they go, we love blacks. 
Uh, we love Hispanics, but not as much as the blacks. Yeah. Asians, uh, we're we're not sure. And you're like, yeah. bro, like just admit that you have your own weird biases yeah. based on again what the media has told you qualify or you know what you guys have told yourself qualifies as discrimination. And yeah. oh, they're fine and blah blah blah. Like you you don't really. And then it, that's why the transgender thing drives me so nuts is that a lot of these transgender activists have figured out. Well, if you're just really loud about how much you feel marginalized, that's basically the same as being marginalized. Well, well you, know, you can just say, oh, we're being murdered like crazy and people have to believe you. A great right. example is, um, uh, you know, I, I didn't look into this and this like just happened today, I think, but it came out that uh, some government official, I don't know if it's congressperson, whatever it is, is like now not is voting against having non-citizen Latinos in New York City vote going against that because Latinos have shifted way more to the right and this will actually help black people in New York City. It's like, what, wait, is this, <laughs> yeah. like what? Like, like what? So, so the whole point of this is they do this mental gymnastics because it's not at all about diversity. It's about, um, well, it's about superficial diversity, like skin color and gender, but it's about rigid orthodoxy. Like to, like orthodox ideology, like you cannot step outside of that. You can be gender fluid or um, whatever race you want to be, but the second you step out of line of the ideology, well, no, that's where the diversity ends. And this is a perfect example of it. Like Latinos have swung so hard to Republicans that uh, now they're like trying to make it harder for Latinos to vote in fucking yeah. New York City. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason Latinos are swinging is because these stupid, uh, you know, progressive types come in and they go, Latinx, we're going to call them Latinx. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, do they want to be called Latinx? I don't know, but that's what we're doing. That's our yeah. thing. I've seen, and, uh, I've, I've actually, this is a, one of the first things I've actually started to see progressives like go back, like kind of back to like, uh, we're going to stop doing that now because they saw how much of a fucking abortion that was. Yeah. Yeah, um, it completely fucked. It was like not only do two to three percent of Latinos use that term, but like sixty percent find it offensive. Yeah. Like, don't even not have yeah. an opinion of it, but find it <laughs> offensive. And it's like you guys are the ones always talking about like colonization, imperialism. This is like imperialism of language. Like they don't use this term. So like, yeah, well, Latinx. Like, you have to deal. Uh. that's why. That's why. I mean, I do identify as Italian X, but like yeah. that's different. We're not talking about Italian my people. X, yeah. yeah. Well, we got a new variant. We got we got uh, the Philippine X now. So <laughs> Philippine X. <laughs> no, I'm just serious. I don't know if you saw. I, I tweeted this out because there was like a cookbook, and it's called Philippine X. And so, so I, I tweeted a picture of it. I was like, "Oh no, a new variant!" But it's just like it's who wrote it? Who wrote it? Like Mary Sue Williams or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, like a real Filipino <laughs> Filipina <laughs> chef. Uh, uh, uh. But uh, um, yeah. Uh, oh, you? Yeah, man. Yeah. Is, uh, we live in a crazy time. Look, no. bottom line is you got to demand good information. Yep. You got to educate everyone around you. Uh, what I do is I call out misinformation. It drives people nuts. They go, why, are you, why do you do this all the time? Why, why, why when there's a fake news article or you're on Twitter talking about it? And I go, because I want to make your life better. And you should fucking, if you don't value what I'm doing for you, then fuck you. Because I will have people come to me in private and they send me a drug message. They go, hey, man, uh, I didn't realize that was th fake. Thank you. I'm like, you're the only person I care about. Everybody else wants to live in a world of lies. Good. Fuck you. I don't care about making you happy or, you know, placating you or whatever else. 
You got to call out the misinformation on all sides, including your own. And it is actually more noble to call out your own side's misinformation to go, yeah. even though this information could benefit me and my ideology and what I believe in, I don't want to get there on a bed of lies. And uh, it's tough to have that conviction, but uh, you know, you got to do it. It's what I've been doing with the Rittenhouse thing as a good liberal. I was supposed to say that kid is a white supremacist, yeah. proud boy killer. And I said, that is a fucking American hero who went there, got <laughs> shot at by a bunch of psychopaths, <laughs> and fucking held his ground, as is, yeah. as is his right. And you can say, you know, you don't want him there, and he's, you know, whatever, fine. You can have sure. that argument. Sure. But when a crazy guy charges at you across a parking lot, you don't get to go, well, I went across state lines, so I guess I'm just going to let this happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, not, that's not the law. That's not how it works. My my favorite part about the end of the Rittenhouse case was when he was on Tucker, and he said, like, no, I, I support Black, Black Lives Matter. And, like, both sides were like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. Like the head's exploding. And, I, have, and I'm the only guy going, why not? Why can't he yeah. support Black Lives Matter? He didn't go there saying, I want to shoot yeah, black people. No. He went there going, exactly. hey, man, I think black people get a raw deal in America, but I don't think you need to burn down a car dealership to do it. Is that not the most rational, yes. rational take in the world? Is that but that's why it's so funny is that height? both sides just lost their minds when he said right. that. Yeah, yeah. Because they so. don't understand the idea of you don't have to pick a side. There are no sides. Yeah. The whole side thing is an illusion. Yeah. All right. The left doesn't own Antifa. The right doesn't own Nazis. These are completely different groups. They don't necessarily belong to anybody. And uh, when you see them doing wrong, you don't get to go, oh, there's the left again. No, there's that fringe fucking psycho group that does not represent anybody other than themselves. Yeah, and uh, that's the bottom line. And I got to say, I do love when uh, shit confuses the hell out of both sides. Like so, somebody tweeted out recently, like, hey, wouldn't it be great if Trump went on SNL and he played uh, Alec Baldwin? Uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what, 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 I'm just like talking about like throwing a grenade into our. That would be so yeah. funny. Like, that would have been so funny. But hell out of that, man. Somebody yeah. near Alec, right? Or someone near Trump right now should just get a set and be like, hey, we got to go film the video. Oh, yeah. oh. Alex, stop shooting those women. I can't stop. <laughs> There's something so addictive about it. Yeah, he should be out there doing that. Oh, man. But hey, All so, right, guys. No. Uh, what do you call it? Well, I should get back to some things. Did you have any uh, last questions you wanted to get into? No. Um, no, I think I don't we're know, good. Do you have any? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just one last question. So, so yeah. what do you think is, is kind of like uh, uh, the future of comedy of um, like, are, are we going through a bad patch? Are things going to get better? Oh, we're uh, so get fucked. Uh, <laughs> we're so fucked. Here's, here's what it comes down to is the mainstream has lost their minds. Uh, what oh, happens is the, these activist psychopaths, and I think there's even good people within these organizations, but the organizations have been hijacked. It's the same yeah. thing that happened with Netflix. They go, we have some demands. And you go, all right, well, what are they? What do you what do you want? Do you want us to do like a transgender awareness special or something? They go, no, 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 no. Well, nothing. We don't want anything crazy. We just want you to put a transgender person on your board of content. And you go, oh, I know what you're doing. Because mm -hmm. you're not going to put in some rational transgender person. Again, like these many transgender people I've talked to go, I love Dave Chappelle. I would never censor that guy. You want to install a radical pink-haired psychopath 
who wants to cancel <laughs> content because they think it's going to bring harm to marginalized people, whatever else. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you see. All these companies right now have diversity boards and they have diversity officers and they're training their you know, uh, staff to recognize, what do you call it? Race, uh, gender, Implicit bias, things. Like yeah, that. yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. So these organizations sure. are too far gone and they're too afraid to fire any of these people because then you'll be called a bigot, which is the worst possible thing that can happen. If you're on the left, if you're on the right, you go, yeah, I'm a bigot. I don't fucking care. If you're on the left, <laughs> I'm going to call you a bigot. Yeah. You lose your mind for some reason. You go, my yeah. God. And you fall apart. So I have no faith in the mainstream to keep comedy alive. I think the future of comedy exists on the internet. I think it exists in independent venues. And the ultimate message I want to put out there, and I know people don't like to hear it, is that money is the most powerful thing in the world. And if you actually care about speech and comedy and whatever else, I'm not going to shame you into it. And if you don't have the money, you don't have to do it. But if there is a comedy podcast you like, if there is a YouTuber you like, if there is any sort of con if you have a local comedy club in your community and you can go and buy a drink and support that financially, that's the only way we can win this thing. OK, because yeah, money is what runs the more. world and greases the fucking wheels of society. Yeah. So I right now have I uh, subscribe to as many patron patrons as I can. It's all about supporting independent creators. I recently, and it, not even comedians, just anybody. I recently went to a comic convention, and you know what I did? I went to a dozen uh, independent comic artists. I didn't even look at what their comic book was. I just said, "How much is the comic? Five bucks. Keep it up." Keep being independent. Keep nice. making your own thing. That's great. Yeah. I don't care if it's good or bad or whatever. Just yeah. if $5 is going to help you get closer to that goal, at least you are helping break this media, uh, what do you call it, stranglehold, this monopoly that they have, and that has value. Yeah. So, and I know not everybody has money, and that's why I would never shame anybody, but if you have a, jo a steady job mm -hmm. and there's a podcast you listen to every day and you've never paid for it in your life, go subscribe yeah. to the Patreon. It's what, like five bucks a month? And again, you're 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 going to change the world. You don't even realize how much you change the world by doing that. Because that's what happens with me. I have no chance of ever having a legitimate Hollywood career at this point, I don't think. If I'm ever going to work in Hollywood, it's going to be from the shadows because I'm always that guy who went and, you know, made transgender people feel <laughs> Okay? Yeah. But thank God I have the internet. I have my Patreon for myself. I have the Patreon for the podcast, Biggest Problem in the Universe, with my, my friend Dick Masterson. We're able to successfully independently fund our comedy. Without that, you would not be hearing from us and comedy would be dead. And, and that's where I'm at right now is that you, the people have the power and take it seriously, really right. take it seriously. Really think about it. You hear awesome. that? So, focus Promote this If you don't have money, you know what else you can do? Just take the link and post it on your, it takes no uh, second to go on Twitter yeah. and go, I'm listening to this great podcast. I'm listening to this great podcast. I want everyone to get out there and support it. Don't be ashamed of promoting uh, people yeah. you like and no. content you like. We're too ashamed for some reason. No. Uh, we're told, you know, oh, you're you're grifting and you're trying to make money and whatever. No, we're trying to stay alive and keep uh, keep not only comedy but free speech alive. I take it very seriously. As and, you uh, yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, no. Uh, 
I mean, I'm not going to subscribe to your guys' Patreon, but somebody else should. <laughs> I'm out of money. We don't, we don't have a Patreon. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a Patreon. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez, I went on this rant. Now I'm going to have to give these guys 10 bucks. Oh, oh we can't afford God. Patreon. Yeah, no, we can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vito. Um, thanks so much, Vito. Thanks for coming and on the show. Absolutely. And uh, let, let the listeners know where they can find you. You can find me at youtube.com slash Vito. I also have a new channel, Vito2, on YouTube. I just started where I do daily rants. People are really liking that. And check out our podcast, The Biggest Problem in the Universe. You can find that at biggestproblem.show or just look for it on YouTube and watch the video version. All a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thank thanks you. for coming on, man. And best right. of luck Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Ellen Omar married a fucking brother. Go look it up. <laughs> Go look it up. The shot. It's very weird. I'm not a fan. Have fun. Thanks, man. All right.